The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. is A to Z Healing Toolbox, Tips and Tools for Navigating Grief and Trauma. I am your host, Susan Hannafin McNabb, social worker, educator, and author of the five-time award-winning guidebook, A to Z Healing Toolbox, a practical guide for navigating grief and trauma with intention. Together on this podcast, we will discover 26 powerful action-based tools and resources that will counter the negative effects of grief and trauma while assisting us in increased healing of the mind, body, and spirit. In each podcast episode, we will hear from inspirational guest experts in the fields of traumatic loss and bereavement, medical practitioners, mental health therapists, best-selling authors, spiritual leaders, nonprofit founders, and everyday individuals who are learning to live in the light despite profound darkness. Thank you for joining me. A to Z tips and tools are yours to integrate on your personal road to healing. Healing Tool E, Energy Therapies. Energy and Persistence Conquer All Things by Benjamin Franklin. Welcome to another episode of A to Z Healing Toolbox, where we explore tips and tools for navigating the grief and trauma experience. Today, we will be joined by my good friend and colleague, Jenny Sellers. But before we hear from Jenny, I wanted to just go over what exactly do I mean by energy therapies and how can energy therapies help us on our healing journey? Well, first of all, how do energy therapies promote healing? By reducing feelings of anxiety, stress, and depression, by decreasing chronic pain, by strengthening overall wellness of the immune system, and by promoting integration and balance of the mind, body, and spirit. There are four main therapies that I tried in the energy realm after Brent died, and I wonder if any of these might help you on your healing journey. The first one is Reiki. 
Reiki is a Japanese word meaning universal life force energy. And during a Reiki session, energy flows through the practitioner to calm, store, and balance you, the person in need of healing. Reiki sessions are conducted on massage-like tables while you are fully clothed, and the practitioner gently places his or her hands in different positions um, on and near your body. Healing touch is another modality that enlists the body's magnetic field to restore balance and harmony to the energy system so that we are able to self-heal. And again, just like Reiki, healing touch sessions are conducted on massage-like tables while you are fully clothed, and the practitioner gently places his or her hands in different positions, either on or near your body. Now, somato-emotional release is another interesting energy therapy I tried, and you might look into that for yourself if you so choose. Somato-emotional release is a therapeutic process that helps rid the mind and body of any remaining effects of past traumas by clearing negative emotions and energy cysts held within the body. And again, these sessions are conducted on massage-like tables while you're fully clothed. That's a really powerful modality that I tried, and I didn't even know this type of energy therapy existed, but my Reiki um, practitioner also was a practitioner of somato-emotional release, so I tried both. And lastly, many of us have tried tapping, otherwise known as emotional freedom technique. And this is an energetic healing process that clears disruptions of the mind-body energy system. And EFT, or emotional freedom technique or tapping, can be used to promote our own healing and can be done anywhere at any time. It's generally done by simultaneously tapping with your fingertips on certain meridian points of the body while you're calling to mind an emotional challenge and then coupling that emotion with a positive statement or association. Without further ado, I'd love to get Jenny Sellers here because she can explain more about energy and how that can help us and what, what different type of energy therapies um, she helps folks with. So joining us today from Williamsburg, Virginia, Jenny Sellers is the creator of True North Empowerment, an energy-centric small business which aims to help people find their path to their own true north after large life events through various healing modalities. Jenny's own journey with energy work began after the sudden death of her fiance, Cole, in 2014. In an instant, what she believed about the world shifted dramatically and she began searching for answers. Jenny took a deep dive into spiritual studies after Cole's death, and she stumbled into the comfort, peace, and joy that accompanies her work as a Reiki master and intuitive transformation coach for both individuals and businesses. 
Skeptic-turned-believer Jenny now loves sharing her knowledge about the energy that exists outside of what we can physically see, hear, touch, and sense through virtual Reiki sessions, angel or tarot card readings, and spiritual coaching sessions online. Thank you so much for being here, Jenny. Jenny Sellers, I am so happy to have you here today. Thank you for coming. Oh my goodness. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. We finally got this on our calendars. I think this is like a year in the making. (laughs) I think so. so. Well, I usually start by just telling all the listeners how I met the guests that come on. And so uh, this is how I remember meeting you. I remember meeting you probably six weeks out from the loss of your fiance, Cole, at a Camp Widow in San Diego. And I kept thinking, this girl, I I wasn't even, I was incapacitated for at least a year. And there you were six weeks out, um, just looking for resources and connection. And then fast forward, we both were working for Soaring Spirits International. We both have been uh, doing some entrepreneurial things on the side. And that's why I'm having you here today so that you can tell all of us about what you're doing in the world of energy, because Mm -hmm. today's topic is energy therapies and energy healing. So is that right? Do I remember that right? Is that how we met? Yeah, well, yes, but you give me a tiny bit too much credit because it was 10 weeks post loss. <laughs> okay, still. Yeah. Still. Yeah. And, and if I'm honest, like going to camp, first of all, that early on was a life changing experience um, in so many different ways, which I'm sure we could talk about all day long. But um, being in that environment where there were people who could understand and relate to, the loss of a spouse or partner was not only grief changing, right? Like it didn't just change my grief, it changed my life. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was wild. Um, my fiance Cole died very suddenly in 2014 in a work-related accident. Um, he was a contractor for the military and he worked in the water and he went to work one night and was in the water by himself. And um, he had a crew of people that were topside on a boat with him, but he drowned. And the boat was a good distance away. And so when they came back and he was no longer accessible, um, you know, energy or emergency services kind of um, were brought to where he was and we were able to find him, but he literally went to work and he never came home. And so it was obviously the most horrific, challenging, painful, terrifying thing I've ever been through. Um, and I knew pretty quickly that I was going to need to find people that could relate. I didn't know a single other person my age who had lost a spouse or a partner. And so it took about seven weeks before um, I walked into my therapist's office and I was like, I need help. And I I was lucky that I already had a therapist first and foremost, Um, somebody that I trusted, which was invaluable at that time. But I said, I need help and I don't know where to go. I'm not, we weren't married yet. There's this thing called Camp Widow. Do you think this would be a good thing to do? And she said, 
I absolutely do think it would be a good thing for you to do if you feel like it would be beneficial to you. And I was really worried because it was so early. And I was like, am I even going to be able to hold on to anything that I get there? And she said, if you have any inkling that this would be a good thing for you to do, I fully support it. And so that kind of gave me the validation I needed to put myself in a space with hundreds of other widowed people 10 weeks post-loss. And how old were you when Cole died? I was 31 and he was 29. And so, like I said, there was nobody in my world that had experienced the death of a spouse or partner at that age. Um, I had nowhere, I didn't know where to go. And so here I go, I walk through the doors of Camp Widow. I see people like laughing and hugging and they clearly knew each other and it was kind of like a reunion. And then there were people who were terrified just like me. And um, there were lovely, lovely people that had walked this path before me in Susan Hannafin McNabb. <laughs> Um, and others that um, scooped me up and, and really kind of led the way for what would become, at the time I, I had no idea that I was going to be so involved with the organization, but what would become the foundation under my feet to carry me forward. Love it. Well, I am glad that you showed up and I'm glad that therapists suggested that. And I'm glad that we've connected on so many levels, Soaring Spirits, Camp Widow being one. And then of course, now we're on the A to Z Healing Toolbox podcast and you have True North Empowerment. And so of course, my first question is going to be, you know, we're talking about, we're going to be talking about energy healing and energy therapies. How in the world did you swing in the world into the world of energy healing and energy therapies? Because even though that's a letter in the toolbox, right? Letter E, chapter E is energy therapies. That was one that I had to go search out. I wasn't really familiar with healing touch, Reiki, somatic experiencing, the, the world of healing in a non-physical way. So how did that even happen for you? What a great question. Um, it was completely foreign to me as well. And I, I guess I, I'll start by saying that Cole and I both worked in a, a heavily science-based industry. And so for us, if you couldn't experiment with it, if you couldn't prove a hypothesis right or wrong, um, there was, there was no, validity to it. And so I, he and I both were of the mindset that, you know, if it's not physical, it's not real. It's not tangible. It's, it's, what do they call it? Like woo. It's like woo woo or whatever. It's way out. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so that's where I was when he died. And then um, probably about six months after he, he died, I, found myself walking through the home that we had shared and I turned a corner in our home and I was like enveloped by his scent and it like knocked me back a couple steps and I was like looking around the room like trying to figure out where this would have come from and at the time I lived in San Diego and so we would leave our windows open basically all year and, and it was like I looked out the window to be like is there a man walking past this window right now that might just have the same center cologne. And of course there was nobody. Wow. And I just kind of cataloged it as like, well, that was weird. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. And it, it really, um, my spidey senses kind of were like, 
what is happening here? Let me let me dive into this a little bit. And so my journey into the energy therapy world actually started by seeking out a medium. And I was really, really lucky. Um, I was put in touch with a medium. I, I reached out to some of my now friends that I had found through my community and said, has anybody spoken with a medium? Does anybody have anybody they could recommend? And I got in touch with a fabulous resource. Um, and I walked into his office and I sat down and I was kind of like, prove it to me, you know, <laughs> without saying it because I'm not that forward and I'm not that confrontational, but I just, I needed to know that Cole was somewhere. And I walked out of his office that day feeling buoyed up by what had just happened. And that was really the um, catalyst for me to kind of say, okay, I am a very like regimented, structured person who has this one belief, but I just had this experience that is completely foreign to what my belief system is. Is there a way I can kind of meld the two together? And so I decided to give myself one year. I definitely put a time limit on it. And I said, do a deep dive, like do a deep dive into all of it and see how you feel after this year. I kind of like to call it my year of exploration. And what was all of it? Do a deep dive into all of all of what? Yeah, good question. Okay. So it was everything. It was mediumship. It was, um, it kind of started with Reiki, which is a 1920s Japanese healing modality um, where Reiki masters and people that have studied the frequency of universal life force energy are attuned to the frequency of that energy. And you can go um, to a Reiki practitioner and have your energy centers or your chakras realigned, which helps with better energy flow through the energy body. And that was something, even that was foreign to me. What the heck is a chakra? Like <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. And so I started researching and I started learning and I started taking classes and through each class. So there was Reiki, there was um, studies with the angelic influence in our lives. So angels and how they can um, help support us through their frequency of energy. And it I just started collecting all of these tools and these courses almost. Um, it was a, it was a true year of exploration. And so through those studies, it was like, I'd be focusing on Reiki and I'd hear about angels and I'd be like, Ooh, that sounds interesting. So I'd go learn about angels afterwards. And as I was learning about angels, I would learn about whatever it is, you know, um, acupuncture. And I was like, Ooh, that's interesting. Then it would be okay. Now I'm hearing something about EFT. What is that emotional freedom technique? And it was literally, I like to call it, I was following the breadcrumbs. And before I knew it, I had created, um, not unlike the A to Z healing toolbox, I had created this toolbox of energy therapies that um, not only were beneficial to me, but I had found that they were beneficial to others as well. And so that year of exploration alongside the community that I found that comes with being connected to like um, people that are, that are experiencing similar trauma and similar tragedies 
the other half of the foundation that formed under my feet was this huge shift in beliefs about what life is, what life after death is, what is our purpose here on this earth as human beings? How is it possible that our physical form can interact with the spiritual world? And so that's how I fell into this. It was by curiosity and by giving myself the freedom to take a year of my life and just ask questions and turn off the logic. And by the end of that year, I felt more supported um, and more steady than I had almost through my previous 31 years of life, which not only was this helpful in my grief, but this was also a huge shift transformation personally as well. I love that story. And I love how you talk about following the breadcrumbs because I feel like that's what I did. Follow mm -hmm. the breadcrumb. Okay. Animals. Why are animals helping me? Oh, okay. I can't breathe. Okay. I need to go find somebody who can teach me how to breathe. Okay. There's a, there's B. So I feel like both of us have followed the breadcrumbs in many ways to create a new life after the life that we had. Do you find that um, other people that you've worked with, and I want to hear about True North Empowerment and all the things you're doing there, um, do you find that other people you've worked with have had a significant profound loss and that has kind of propelled them into the world of energy therapies where maybe they wouldn't have gone before? That's a really good question. Um, I think there's a cracking open of the soul that happens with significant trauma, right? Um, and that doesn't have to be the loss of a spouse or partner or a, a close loved one. Um, it can come from the loss of a job that you love or maybe, I mean, hopefully, but maybe you've gone through the burning down of a house or the loss of a pet. Um, so people tend to find energy work and, um, and open themselves up in a way after trauma that I think they may not have prior to the trauma. Um, but it's not just, you know, huge devastating losses that bring people to this. It's, it's this niggling curiosity about how is it possible? Like, why is it that when I walk into a room, a crowded room of people, I know that this is either going to be a good situation or a bad situation. There's nothing physical that's happening to me, but I feel it. I feel it in my gut almost. Or, um, you know, you get good vibes from somebody. Um, love, love, sweet love is such an energy body experience. So our energy body is constantly giving and receiving energy that then transmutes into the physical here. And so if that happens with strong emotions that we know, like love, um, or like, you know, this person gives me a good vibe or a bad vibe, why is it that much of a stretch to conceive of the fact that Oh, when my loved one has gone on in spirit, there's still a connection there. Or there's an angel. I have a guardian angel. Why can I not connect with them in the same way, using the same energy body? And so this has really been, um, since 2018, a huge area of learning for me, but also such a gift to be able to share it with others.
Now you just said the word gift. So now my question is, do you feel like you were gifted with a certain, um, uh, you know, can you gift a gift? Were you given a certain way of being? Were you gifted a certain way of being that allows you to connect more with energy work? Or can anyone do this? That's my question. And, and it kind of flows into, you know, you originally were talking about you went to see a medium, mm-hmm. right? And there's some people that think that's woo woo and baloney and other people are right on the money with that so kind of a a double question would be do you have to have a gift to do the Mm. energy work and feel the energy do you have to have a gift to be a medium to to connect with our loved ones spiritually Uh, what a fantastic question and i'm so glad you asked this because whoever is listening please know that your energy body is just as strong and just as connected as, I don't know, the most famous medium on the planet, right? (laughs) It's just a matter of like anything else, right? When we practice, we get better. Um, Mediums in general have spent a very long time honing their skills. And just like it would take somebody who, it would take me 30 years to shoot a basketball like LeBron James, right? (laughs) Right. And in the same way, it would take me a long time to have as clear a connection and be able to interpret the signs the way some of the best known mediums do. But it's within my capability to do so. It's just we each, every single one of us has this gift of being interconnected. It's a part of our soul's birthright. It is, we came from energy. We we are energy here physically, and we will return to energy when we pass on. And it's just a matter of honing the skill of tapping into the frequency of those energies. Every single person has the ability to do it. It's just a matter of taking the time to both A, learn, to be curious, and then also to practice. What I love about, well, I love many things about you, but one of the things I love in particular is that you have this side that I saw when we were working together at Soaring Spirits, right? Very left brain, very organized. Your technology skills are off the charts. I would always say, Jenny, I need tech support. (laughs) I mean, you could do all of those things, websites, design, I mean, all of the left brain stuff. And then you've got this beautiful right brain way of being that just allows for the curiosity. And it feels to me like you've combined the left and the right to create true North empowerment, right? You've put your together, your, your, um, your list of all the offerings you, you have people coming to you to do energy work. So can you talk a little bit about number one, the process of joining the, that right and left side of yourself. And then what, what is true North empowerment and how can people find you? Well, thank you so much. Um, you know, this whole, the, the right brain side of things came to me much later in life. (laughs) So I've always been this, I thrive in structure and I don't know if anybody out there is is or has been entrepreneurial in spirit, um, there's a whole lot of 
not structure. <laughs> and you're wading through all the, yeah, all of these ideas and these creations that you want to bring into the world. And how do you take this idea and turn it into something tangible? And so I love that you um, are loving on me for the combination of the left brain, right brain stuff. Um, that's, it's amazing really. But, um, but yeah, the, the left brain comes naturally to me. The right brain does not. <laughs> so, um, how did true North come into being? It's, it's exactly that it's, um, as I started realizing that Reiki, uh, was something that can be done virtually even because we're not dealing with the physical, we're not dealing with any part of the physical body when we're performing Reiki or when we're receiving Reiki. We're dealing with the energy body. We're dealing with the chakra system. So you don't have to be in the room with me for a Reiki session. That is amazing. Virtual Reiki. Who would have thought? I know. I know. I know. And it's it's really, really powerful. Um, so we can get on Zoom and um, it's a super easy thing. You know, you as the client would just sit and receive and I turn on some music that we pipe through Zoom. And for you, it's very gentle. For me, it's also very gentle, but it's so wonderful. And it provides an alignment, a sense of alignment and a sense of um, stress reduction, anxiety release, all of that. Um, but that, and that's just one type of offering. So True North Empowerment was created to well, really, two, for two reasons. Number one, to remind people and to help people remember that we never walk this world alone. Um, we are always supported by our loved ones in spirit, by universal life force energy, which again is the Reiki energy, by the universe in general, in general, by the planetary alignments that are happening light years ahead of us or above us. Um, it all has an impact on our energy body and thus on our physical form. And so the first part of True North Empowerment is helping people remember that they never truly walk alone. And the second part is helping to alleviate some of the physical symptoms of being a soul that's walking through the human experience because it's hard. It is so hard. It is hard. Yeah. So that's that was my my true desire in bringing true north empowerment from the right brain to the left brain <laughs> and making it a tangible thing um, was so that people don't feel as alone because you are never alone and so that you can benefit from some of these energy therapies. I love what you just said about not feeling alone because I've heard it said that grief is the most universal experience Yet when we're in our own grief, we feel often so alone and isolated with it. So if you, if someone's listening today that is feeling very alone in their grief and doesn't feel supported by the planets, by the angels, by their friends, family, like what would your suggestion be to them energetically? What would some suggestions be other than coming to find you at True North Empowerment? Sure. No. Um, what a fantastic question. My first instinct would be to say, when we're grieving, our natural instinct, I think, 
um, is to turn outwards, to find to find things in our outer environment that make us feel better, even just a little bit, because what's going on inside is so painful. Yes. And in those moments, it's almost more important to go inward and to connect with one part of your energy. Maybe it's not your heart. Your heart is shattered. Maybe it's not your, your crown or your crown chakra or your head because your head is swimming. But maybe it's your root chakra at the base of the spine because the root chakra is what is guiding us to back to the earth. It's what grounds us. It's, it's what connects us. So energetically, I would say take the focus. First of all, turn inward, even though it is so painful and so hard. But don't go into the heart or the head. Go into the base of the spine and the feet and find your connection to the earth. And you can do that physically as well. If you have nice weather or the next time you do have nice weather, walk in the grass with your bare feet. Or if walking is not accessible to you, find a ray of sunshine on the next sunny day and just put your face in the sunshine and feel the sun on your face. Because the more you can come back into the physical body through some of these energetic ways, the better supported you'll feel. And sometimes you do go through grief on your own, but when you can turn inward and find your own avenues for strength and support, that's something that will never get taken away from you ever, ever. That's huge. And as you're talking, I'm having a flashback to what I did a lot the first year after Brent died was go to my parents' house, right? They helped ground me, just their mm -hmm. presence. Mm -hmm. I'd go into the backyard, I'd get a towel or not, and I would take my shoes off and I'd lay down on the grass on the blanket or towel, but my feet would be touching the grass. And all I could do was lay there in the sunshine, you know, half under the tree, half not, and ground myself literally laying on the earth. Like, okay, my whole world is spinning, but the earth is right here. You know, the earth has got me. And I started reading about the practice of grounding, mm -hmm. right? Just energetically yep. grounding. So I would go barefoot at the beach on the sand, barefoot mm -hmm. in the grass, barefoot whenever possible. Easier to do that in San Diego when yeah. it's nice year round, right? But I, I love your point about finding places that can ground, finding energy that can ground. You know, people have different energy, as you mentioned. So finding the people that help ground you rather than help, you know, take you the other direction. Yep. Or even amplify it, right? Or amplify you. Yes. Um, because we're so spun up in our grief that sometimes it feels really good to find the people who we like get spun up with. But what we really need is to is to ground and to find our way back to our connection with what's here. Yes. So can you explain a little bit about where people can find you? What are the offerings that you give through True North Empowerment? Sure. Yeah. So if you Google truenorthempowerment.com, you will be led right to um, that lovely left-brained creation of mine. <laughs> um, and there's, yeah, there's um, a bunch of different ways to interact. There are, like I said, virtual Reiki sessions are accessible there under the heading of energy work. 
Um, there's also angel card readings, tarot card readings, astrology readings, so that we can get a better sense of the imprint of the energy that we walked into this world with. But beyond that, there's also um, personal discovery programs, which is a way to work more long-term in a one-on-one capacity, as well as business balancing programs, which are helpful for entrepreneurs in general who are looking to realign their business's energy, because believe it or not, our businesses do have an energy. Beautiful. (laughs) Yeah. So it's all at truenorthempowerment.com. But if you're looking specifically for energy healing or therapy, you can find those offerings at the energy work heading on the website. Fantastic. Well, and I know you've you've moved to a new location in the U.S. Are you going to be ever offering in-person sessions as well as virtual? Yes, ma'am. So in-person Reiki sessions will be available here in the Williamsburg, Virginia area, um, probably starting in February. Uh, I do that out of my home, so I'm still getting settled in. But, Excellent. Um, but yeah, yeah. And in-person is wonderful. Um, there's nothing like being in person, but the beauty of what we do again is that it can be done virtually as well. So I love it. And I, I have to say, I will vouch for you because you were doing a little, some practice on me a couple of weeks ago and I was floored, floored absolutely at, at Jenny's uh, gifts that she has been, um, practicing and now pushing out into the world. So thank you so much for that. Well, thank you for all that you're doing to enlighten people about the walk through grief, because there's just such a misconception out there of what grief is, how long it takes to walk through, what it actually feels like. And the A to Z Healing Toolbox is a lifeline for people who are walking through it and, you know, don't necessarily haven't walked through grief in the past. So thank you so much for what you're creating as well. Uh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And everyone, go check out Jenny at True North Empowerment. And um, you can always contact me as well. And I will get you connected with Jenny. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Bye. A to Z Healing Toolbox offers professional trainings, live and virtual workshops, podcast interviews, healing guidebooks, speaking engagements at conferences nationwide, small group virtual support, and solo sessions individually tailored to meet your unique needs. Books can be found on the A to Z Healing Toolbox website, on Amazon, at Barnes & Noble, and your local bookstore. If you would like to connect with Susan and join a small group for virtual support, or schedule a solo session, please contact Susan at a to z toolbox.com. Hi, I'm Liz Winter and I have been a medium and a spiritual development teacher for over 30 years. On my podcast, All Aboard the Mediumship, I want to share the message with you that there is a wealth of love and comfort available to you from the spirit world. On my podcast, you can experience this comfort and peace for yourself 
through gentle guided meditations and helpful messages. Make sure you subscribe and follow so you never miss an episode. Part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network.